Welcome to today's episode of the Crazy Happy Life Podcast. We get into pretty much everything in uh-huh. this episode. Yep, and it's all after you just ate a whole bunch of cookie dough. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> I'm feeling good. We should start every podcast after I eat a bunch of Honestly, cookie dough. Honestly, how many podcasts have we done where we're eating ice cream, we're eating cookie it's dough? the best way to Maybe do it. Maybe that should be our thing. We only do a podcast episode while we're eating treats. That is a new way. We could call it the... Uh, I don't have anything clever. I was trying to think the of something. Sweet, the sweet, crazy, cast. happy. Yeah. Life. <laughs> uh, I also get emotional and I cry a little bit yeah. talking about my mom. And um, if you have an interesting relationship with your parents or it hasn't always been great, this is the episode for you. We kind of dive into our parent relationships as we are parents and looking back at our parents a little bit. And uh, especially mine because I was a terrible, terrible teenager. Which means we're going to have terrible, terrible children. Mm-hmm. So enjoy today's episode of the Crazy Happy Life Podcast. Life is crazy, and we get that. That's why we're here. <laughs> it's the Crazy Happy Life Podcast with Joey and Lauren. Lauren's a little distracted as we start the podcast, watching that video of that cougar oh in Utah. Oh my gosh. I just got done watching the entire thing. It's First insane. of all, swearing at a cougar does not make it go away. <laughs> Yeah, that but what guy do you just do? cusses so the, him out the whole time. This guy, so if you don't know the story yet, there is a cougar in Utah in Provo Canyon up in uh, the mountains in Provo that stalked this guy for six minutes, this yeah. cougar. And the, the guy records it all, which I've always wondered, how do people get in that mindset of, I'm going through a life-threatening experience, let me get out my phone and record it, always kind of blows my mind. I have no idea how I would react. Honestly, seeing that, like, how in the world would I react? Because, I mean, would I just, like, fall over from shock or try to play dead? I'd be, I'd, I'd die. Well, I guy- know I would die. I would not <laughs> no, know how don't. to, I would not know. I don't care about any instincts that would kick in. Everybody's like, oh, you know, primal instincts or whatever. I I promise you, I would die because I You're don't- guaranteeing 100% death <laughs> yes. if a cougar stalks you for six minutes. Yes, because I would probably try to reason with the dang thing. And well, I'd be like, hey, you go that way, I go this way. And yeah, then it would just totally. end up terrible. <laughs> Wild animals are totally reasonable like that. All you need is a good old-fashioned compromise. Well, in the video, the guy just starts cussing at it incessantly. I which know. again, we can all say, oh, man, why are you doing that? But at the end of the day, that may work better than trying to play nice. I think it's some form of like a mechanism where it's like you don't know it's what coping, else to do. Think, so you're just yeah. like beep, 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 beep. I mean, I I know I would have some expletives. Expletives? Uh, expletives, yeah. Expletives. That's a good word there. Why does it sound weird coming out of my mouth right now? But I know that I would probably swear at the So as we started too. as we started rolling the podcast, you couldn't hear it. I uh, But Lauren was just watching it, looking at her phone going, <gasps> I know. It's weird. It, it does like this weird like lungy you gotta watch like, the video. flapping. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Also, um, I, I feel really weird and I got to figure this out. So um, we talked about it a couple of uh, weeks ago, but Lauren got a uh, Peloton, one of those uh, new work exercise bikes, and I've been using it. Well, you've been using it like real, like every day, mm-hmm. real hard mm-hmm. workouts. I do like 20 minute rides and I it's try okay. to not do like too hard of things. But my problem is what I do the entire day, and then I try to exercise at night. So we were at the store earlier today, and I bought uh, edible cookie dough, and I ate about <laughs> half of it, and then I got on the exercise bike, and now I feel like crap. Not a great idea. Not a great idea. No, I, I feel terrible. So Next time, I just try some uh, some kale. How about yeah, that? Like, but that's the thing, I, and I've, I've also brought this up before. I don't want to mm-hmm. go full-blown eating well and exercising. I'd rather exercise than then eat pizza. Yeah, well, that's fine. You just won't see results yeah. that you want. That's I just, okay. I just feel terrible. I'm with you, though. I like to eat 
what I want to eat. Like I like to live and be happy. Yeah. I mean, I make choices, but also I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have that scoop of ice cream because it's delicious. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to find every reason why I know I deserve it. I don't know. It's I kind of like in life, I feel like you and I will find every way or every possible reason to celebrate yep. something like, Oh, we paid a bill today. Let's go celebrate. I remember when we bought our, it was either our first house or our second house. Like, I think it was the first time we bought mm-hmm. a house. We went and we got the loan from the bank. So we went and celebrated that we have our first home loan. Right. And then we got like a good eight, like rate. Right. And then we celebrated that we got a good rate. And then <laughs> we signed some paperwork and we celebrated that we signed paperwork. And then we got the keys and we celebrated we got the keys. Then we moved we in. We celebrate everything. Yeah. Which It's I- really just an excuse to... Like, go get a milkshake or yeah. go out to dinner. What would dinner. you rather have, though? Wouldn't you rather celebrate too much than not celebrate enough? Yeah, I guess. I mean, but that's what I would I'm saying, have. like, we don't have to call it a celebration. It could just be like, hey, do you want to get dinner? But it's like we justify, like, you find a oh, reason. we got to go get dinner because, hey, you know what I mean? Sign paperwork Sign for our papers. first home loan. Uh, also, <laughs> I think the problem is, is we go to the grocery store when we're hungry, which there's got to be a study out there. There's got to be some scientific stuff out there. That shows you how much more money you spend when you're hungry at the million grocery percent. store. A million percent. Like I know. How much I do mean, you think today, it is? today alone, when I went to the grocery store, I was hungry, so everything around me looked good. I ended up buying a spinach artichoke jalapeno dip. Don't need it. And then I bought these uh, garlic parmesan potato chips. Don't need them. But I bought them I don't know because if anybody I was ever hungry. needs garlic parmesan potato no, chips. No, but you know what I mean. It's like it, it spoke yeah. to me, and I can't just leave it there sitting on the shelf. Costco's it wants the worst. Me. If you're hungry and you oh, go to Costco, yeah. that's the biggest danger trip because mm-hmm. you can't just buy a little something. Something like we went to a grocery store where you can buy one little bag of chips. If you're hungry and you're at Costco, you're gonna have to buy a 72 pack of Hot Pockets, which <laughs> you're will stuck imme- with it. I mean, for weeks. <laughs> yeah, we regret buying a bag of potato chips, but at least that was three dollars, and we move on with our life. When you are sitting there and you buy eighteen dollars worth of hot pockets, that's your problem. So, <laughs> so yeah, like our groceries, that's where the cookie dough came from. Well, exactly. I bought the edible cookie dough at the store today. But Costco gets me because they always have like these really unique and kind of different and like eye catching products. Where it's like, yeah. oh, I gotta try that. Oh, avocado cilantro dusted wheat <laughs> chips yes yeah like i have to you try have everything to you know what i mean and so every time i go to costco and i'm not even talking the samples that's a whole nother ball game but just the way they put things on display i'm like oh i have to try that in fact this was a couple weeks ago same thing i saw this package of like chocolate covered s'mores bits Oh, those are good. And it those was fantastic. Really but it's like, I see it and I'm like, got to try it. Yeah. My curiosity always gets me in Costco. But I guarantee you, if you were stuffed, like let's say you go to a buffet and you know that feeling when you are when you feel so full, you're honestly like, I will vomit. Like think about going grocery shopping then. You'll probably just get water and Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> I will actually and go the to the only store essentials. and actually leave with what I came to get. Because how often does that happen? I would think the online, like, do you think online grocery pickup now, because every store does it, where you can order your groceries online, do you think that's helped them or hurt them? Because you probably don't, like, browse through Mm -hmm. aisles as much, but it's also really quick to just click the button and all of a sudden you have a, you know, snack or whatever. Yeah, that's true. And I I think it might actually help them because... When I'm home ordering my groceries, I end up ordering, I feel like, a lot more because I'm at home where my pantry is and my fridge is so I can actually see visually everything that I need or want. 
And then they get you with those suggested, like as you're going through and adding stuff like, to your oh, cart. You bought a gallon of milk. Wouldn't you like 18 gallons of ice cream? Exactly. That's a dairy product. Yeah. But when you go to check out before you pay, they say, do you want to add this to your cart? So you and normally do the I online shopping, so I don't really do something. it. Yeah, I like the online shopping. Is it an shopping. easy process? Like, do you think it's easier than going to the um, grocery store? It is. Oh, yeah. Much easier. But there's something in me that it's like, I kind of like still going to the grocery store every now and again because it, it's like a little release. It's an escape for me. Yeah. Rather than I'm still trying to like bounce a fussy baby on my hip while I'm ordering on my phone. I could go to the grocery store and have you watch the baby and then I get like time to myself. See, I like going to the store for three or four items. I hate going to the store where you give me- The big me, haul. Oh yeah, I hate that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I people agree. do that. And I'll see that at the grocery store, at Costco or something, and you have these people and they just have a cart full. I mean, just a cart full. And I'm thinking, you've probably already been here an hour, maybe an mm-hmm. hour and a half. Now you're standing in line. You got to load all that in That's your car. That's the thing that I hate is the time. The yeah. time it takes. That's why I like going with for five things. Yeah. Because then it, then it can be like a quicker process. Yeah, you're so. right. I actually agree with that because it takes way too long when you do it yourself. If someone can find us a study, I would appreciate that. Um, since we did a episode this past week, also our son, baby Jay, one-year-old, took his first steps. How was that? Very emotional. I'm going to cry again. It was awesome. Uh, it was actually funny. I, I've always been so nervous about him taking his first steps and that I would miss it. That has been a fear of mine because I am a, a working mom that's outside of the home a lot. And so I get really nervous that he's going to have these first milestones and I'm not home. Uh, but we had just gotten home from an event uh, for our radio show. And when we got home, we were just talking to our nanny and visiting or whatever. And then we just started practicing with him. And he started taking steps right towards me, just smiling and giggling because he's so proud of himself. I lose it. I scream like, because I'm so happy. And then uh, the moment was ruined because he had a full on meltdown screaming because oh, mom well, you scared him to in death. His ear. You I hugged scared him. him to death. Hey, way to go. Way to make your first steps. Now let me yell in your ear for 30 <laughs> straight seconds. Why would any baby like that? You could see the total fear on his face. Like, what did I do? Yeah. Uh, but no, it was really awesome. I mean, we do have social media at Joey and Lauren show. So you can find, we did post a video of it up there. But it was sweet. And now I'm feeling slightly nervous of what is to come because everyone's like, oh, get ready, buckle up. Now the real parenting starts. Yeah, but I, I hear you people say that. Him. I mean, we're chasing him now and he's crawling. So he crawls yeah. everywhere. What's the difference between, I mean, he's just going from four-wheel drive to a two-wheeler, right? Uh, I mean, he can reach stuff better yeah, now, maybe. Uh, maybe he's faster. It is, it is amazing. It was really interesting conversation on Friday. So we had an event on Friday. Um, we did a campaign stop. We gave out these awesome little vote 2020 t-shirts. And one of my good friends came with his parents um, from New Jersey. And we were talking and he's a, he's older than me probably by like, gosh, honestly, like 10 years. And he's single and I was talking to his parents and his mom was just like, oh, you know what? I just, I really can't wait for the day that he is a father and experiences fatherhood. And we were kind of talking about mm-hmm. how this first year of being a dad. And it is so funny because I cannot, I tried to explain the happiness that comes from being a parent. And I did a terrible job at it because it's, but it's- It's hard to put into words. It is. So basically all I said was, being a parent is awesome and it unlocks a level of happiness that I hadn't felt before. But the only thing that I can tell you, it's more work, it's less sleep, it's more effort, it's more money. And that that equation doesn't yeah. make sense. It's weird because it's like, 
it sucks, but it's so worth it at the same time. It's like all the sweet moments outweigh all the stressful moments. But what I boil down to, and it's so funny because this happened an hour before we got home, and right. then we ended up seeing him walk for the first time. But I explained, and I said, you know what it is? It's when your child experiences things for the first time, it almost feels like you're experiencing mm. it for the first I time. I was actually just going to bring that up because he's learned so many different little things just in the last few weeks. And every time he does something, you and I look at each other and we're like, oh, can you believe he just did that? And it's little things like, like we're in the phase where we're trying to teach him little things, right? And we'll say, what does a cow say? And he'll go, moo. And like, and it's, it's the coolest it's thing. It's like the highlight of my day. Of and all that's time. weird. And that doesn't make sense. I and know. Anybody, if you told them that, would be like, um, okay, like, that's cool, right? Yeah, I can okay. say boo too. I'm he, a grown adult. He made a noise. Yeah, cool. but that's the best way that I can explain it. And just the, the parent child relationship is really interesting, which is funny because I wanted to talk about my parents coming into town. And, you know, this podcast, the reason we do it is because on a radio show, we can only get to so many things. Every day, and and the one thing that I'm that I wanted to talk about because I think we both have a very unique relationship with our parents in a way that it wasn't always good, and now it's great because my parents are coming to visit, and my parents honestly I feel like could live with us, and I'd be okay with it. I know there would be bumps in the road, but if yeah. my parents today called and said Joey and Lauren we're moving in, I actually think I'd be pretty excited about it because yeah. I have a great relationship. But what's crazy is when I was a teenager, I had a terrible relationship mm-hmm. with my parents. And it was all mm-hmm. me. I'm not blaming my parents at all. It was all me. Yeah. I resented my parents. And I got to tell you, if I could go back 10, 15 years from now, I'd be like, slap myself across the face. Because, man, having a good parent-child relationship is amazing. Yeah, I'm right there with you. My mom right now, I do feel is like my closest friend. Like, I call her all the time. We talk all nearly every day. Twice a day. <laughs> Love my mom so much, but I can honestly say, and this sounds horrible, but as a teenager, I hated my mom. Like I, I hated my parents. Cause like, you know, you have that like teenage angst and you're just like, and like you hate the world and no one knows better than you do. And I was just a brat. Like, honestly, I'm, I'm terrified for the day I one day have a teenage daughter because I was not nice. But, uh, but now it's like, you kind of go through these, um, growing pain. You go through these phases in your life where you actually realize like, oh, the world does not revolve around me. And oh, my parents are really good people that really are doing what's best for me. And then you just realize. And then I remember, you know, as an adult, I I had come to my mom and I just pled for forgiveness. And I am so when sorry that? for the way I treated you. I when mean, did I you had, apologize to your I'd mom? I'd grown up. I was probably, I was probably 19 or 20. Like, you okay. know, I was out of the teenage year. I was probably 20, 21, probably. And you called your but, mom? Uh, I think I talked to her in person. Yeah. And I just said, I am so sorry for the way I treated you. And it's just, I think I still tell her like every day. I tell my parents all like, the time. Like every time I see her, I'm just like, mom, I'm so sorry. I was the worst. And you know, of course my mom, she's just like, oh my gosh, it's fine. It's fine. You know, but, but yeah, you're right. It, it's interesting how your relationship with your parents change over time. My mom and I are really close. I'm not close to my dad. Uh, but I have a really solid, strong relationship with my mom that wasn't always that way, but it's morphed into this sweet friendship. And I, I will cherish my mom till the rest of my life. I mean, honestly, she's amazing. And it's hard for me to put that into words, but um, I do. I kind of go through like weird withdrawals 
uh, when I don't talk to her. I was I actually just hung up with her I know. before we started this podcast episode. I like my my I phone calls. I call my mom probably less frequently. Oh, but you're on but the phone no, well, that's forever. The so the to- total talk time per week probably is probably the longer. same. Nah, no. maybe me a little bit more. But I, I only I make two phone mom, calls a week. You made five. My mom is short and sweet, though. Yeah, my mom. When mom's we talk not. on the phone, it's like we'll have like a quick conversation that maybe goes like 10, 15, 20 minutes. It's like minutes a conversation max. with a friend. Yes. Kind of but like how you catch up with a conversation with your mom. It's like, it's like two hours, yeah. which is great. I mean, I'm glad you guys have such a relationship where you connect so deeply. But it's like, oh my gosh. Sometimes I'm like, can you move along? I'm not in radio without my mom. There's no way. That is, she is the she reason. Gave you the gift of gab. Yeah, she gave me the gift of gab. My mom can talk about scotch tape for three minutes. If I was like, man, what's your favorite scotch tape? She would go off. She would give me five brands. She'd tell me why one's the best. She would go through it all. Scotch she is would. the brand. No, oh, well, just oh, so you know. Oh, is it? Yeah, but scotch tape is like, it's kind of like Kleenex. Call, yeah, Kleenex. You know how like yeah. Kleenex has owned the tissue business. Everyone calls it a Kleenex, mm-hmm. even though there's only one brand of Kleenex. But you know what I mean. I right? know what you mean. And that's the only reason I'm in radio. My mom handed that talent down to me. Again, I could be like, mom, yeah. what's what do you think about fire hydrants? She'd be like, well, let me tell you. The red ones are great. They're classic. When you paint them a different color, they just don't do well. But, you know, I don't know. And so She's the best. As I see, our son is one. And I know there will be teenage times where he says, I hate you, dad. You suck. Oh, I'm not ready I hate for that. you, mom. I am so I'm, not ready for that. But, but don't you think with our example of having a bad relationship with our parents for several years as teenagers and now having amazing, solid relationships mm-hmm. with our parents— that you can be able to keep that in the back of your mind when your son tells you he hates you? Yeah. Yeah, I can. I don't know if it that's an easy stings, thing to it do. It still hurts. You know, I remember when he was really little. He was probably just a few weeks old, maybe a few couple months old at that point. But I remember having a conversation with my mom because I remember holding our son in my arms and just feeling this like unending, insane love that I've never felt before as I'm holding him and snuggling him. And all I could think about was, oh my gosh, this is how our parents feel about us. Mm-hmm. And I had the audacity to treat my mom the way I treated her. And I'm just like, but our, he will I would do die that. He if will do he that. talked to me that way. He I'm will gonna though. Die. I'm going to die. One day, and I'm not saying, now I'll give credit to my older siblings. My older brother that's two years older than me, he's the closest in age. I don't think he ever really yelled at my parents or got mad at him. I really don't. Mm-hmm. He is just like the age. So maybe there's a chance that- no, our there's son no ends way. up. No, like, there's no but way. I don't think so. We With our terrible. personalities, our kids are going to be terrible. But yeah, it's honestly it, that is the best way to put it in perspective. Is you now look at the way you love our son. I know, and then imagine him talking to you the way that you talk to your parents, and realizing all the all the stuff you do for him. I'm thinking more specifically on in my situation, just the uh, the. The pregnancy, the labor, the delivery, the recovery, the 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 tried All and that failed breastfeeding. All that for him to be like, "Mom, the, you suck. I hate you." Just everything. Just you give your life to your child, and then they could turn around and say they hate you. Ugh, but that's the circle. So sad. Like that's the circle. Like I, as much as I want to say, "Oh my gosh," no matter you know whatever you're going through in high school and teenage years, and you think your parents just hate you and they want you to never have fun. Trust me, they do. That is so hard for a 15, 16, 17-year-old to truly understand. Oh, yeah. Because it yeah. feels like you're a, in So your I don't little, even know, mm-hmm. like, as much as I would love to hope that our son grows up and never gets to that point in his teenage years, 
the odds of that happening are slim to none. Yeah. There's going to be moments where he thinks we're just the evil parents and all that. But the thing that I hold on to is there's a good chance when I was 15, 16, my mom especially probably didn't think that I'd ever turn around and just turn into someone that loves her. And I mm-hmm. love her so much. And Aww. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. But I, the one thing that I hope as we we really are just starting parenthood and we start to go through that is I hope that I can always keep in the back of my mind if it gets tough and it feels like our kids hate us and there's this disconnect and all that, that you can have amazing relationships with your kids when they're grown adults. I'm a grown adult and I have an amazing, flourishing, strong relationship with my parents. And it took a while and there were some rough parts and it was all me and just thinking that, oh, they didn't have my best interest at heart and whatever. But man, I just, I... I will always hold on to hope yeah. for that. No, well, I'm not saying just, our one-year-old hates us. Mm-hmm. I'm just no. getting prepared. <laughs> he better not. No, but uh, just relationships in general, too. I know there are plenty of people who uh, have downloaded this podcast and you don't have your mother around or you don't have a good relationship with your mother or your parents. You have those strained relationships. Look, I get it, right? But just relationships in general, I think it's important to see how things kind of flow and change over life and you find the people that, that love you and you love them and you're able to bridge those gaps and ask for forgiveness when you're a total jerk and vice versa. And I think, you know, that's important. It really is. Yeah. yeah and it, it's, it, it just evolves and it changes. So as my parents come to visit again, I, I do the same thing you do. I always apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry for being, and I think my mom, she can remember all these stories. Like there's some stories she doesn't even know about that I will never tell her. And I'll be honest, like there's some things that happened when I was a teenager that I'm like, I will never like, tell my yeah, mom about that. She doesn't that. need to know yeah. about that. But yeah. I, I will say that I constantly remind my mom and my dad. I, mm-hmm. I feel bad I'm leaving now my dad in this. But my mom was really the, the rough relationship for a while and then it got better. But I that's the one relationship that I always, anytime I see my mom, I remind her how much I love her and how much I'm grateful for her and all that mm, stuff. Right? She knows so, that. That's sweet. Yeah. Anyway. Parenthood man, it's got, it's it's got, got me, you in it's your got, feels. It's got me in my feels. All right, that <laughs> does it for this week. Um, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate the reviews you write up on uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, your feedback of the show. Also, a reminder: Joey and Lauren in the morning. We host the morning radio show every single day. You can search Joey and Lauren in the morning anywhere you find podcasts. Every day, you can hear our radio show. It's more of this, uh, more quick witted, and uh, now after we've eaten raw cookie dough and uh, <laughs> exercise on bikes. So, yes, exactly. Thank you.